Hello gamers, welcome to the JRPG Report. This is going to be episode 117. We're coming to you a day later than usual. It is Thursday, June the 11th. Um, had a pesky thing called life and uh, actual work was required from my <laughs> 9 to 5 job over the past couple days. So I had to put off the podcast for uh, I try to always come out on Wednesday. You guys know that. And I, I tried to explain to my boss that I had a podcast to record and um, she didn't seem to take too kindly. And I'm just kidding. I would, <laughs> that'd be a very poor, poor thing to say. Um, however, we are here and I'm kind of glad that I waited a day because there is uh, there were a few things that broke yesterday that should make this an excellent podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yet again, it is a busy time of year. There is no E3, but there is no shortage of things to talk about. The first thing I want to talk about, and please keep this in mind, at this point, it is a rumor. It is a rumor with very strong evidence to it, however, and the person who uh, quote unquote leaked it has a record of being correct on it. And we do know there are upcoming announcements. So uh, it's been teased around a little bit that Atlas was going to make some big PC revelations and supposedly, and people with knowledge of this have said that when they do, uh, their, uh, PC gaming show announcement on June the 13th, I mean, two days, they're going to have a big announcement. And that big announcement is Persona 4 Golden is coming to PC. Now, this, um, this league also indicated that it will not only be coming to PC, but they're going to do one of those. Uh, it is coming to PC and it's coming to PC today, which means... On Saturday, June the 13th, when they make this announcement, it should be ready to go. Now, like I said, keep in mind, none of this could be true or it all <laughs> could be true. Uh, we will have to wait and see. And uh, what I'll probably do is end up maybe doing a podcast either Saturday or Sunday and confirm this 100%. Um, like I said, this this person has a record of this being true. There was even a, um, a what is this called? The port has a Dunevo security, which um, prompted a, uh, for lack of a better word, a screen to pop up saying, "Hey, are you sure you reached this page?" So they've come up with this. There were some assets found with the logo on it, as well. All this would indicate that they were getting this thing ready to launch day and date as well. So if uh, if you've been waiting for a while for Persona 4 Golden to make your way to your PC, you may not have to wait very much longer. Also, as a part of this, it is rumored, although this one cannot be confirmed with such details uh, backing up the, the 4 Golden rumor, but it's also... Um, there is the rumor that Persona 3 is coming to PC as well. So I will re-report on this uh, this weekend and hopefully let you guys know that this is all true. And while we're speculating this coming to PC, 
I cannot envision a world where it does come to PC and there's not also a port to PS4 and or Switch. That just makes complete sense to me. Persona Fever is riding high. Many people uh, view Golden as uh, perhaps the best Persona experience. It'd be hard to argue against that, although Five and (laughs) Royal are certainly giving it a run for its money now. Um, I would certainly be excited to play it again. Persona 4 Golden is the best-selling game on Vita for whatever that's worth. So it just makes complete sense that this is going to happen. I can't confirm what kind of upgrade we're going to get as far as visually goes, but it would be nice to see uh, something like that. So yeah, that's kind of a kind of a big bombshell. Hopefully that is all true when we get to it here in a couple days. Uh, something else I may or may not report on on a weekend podcast. Uh, actually, coming up here in just a few more hours, we're going to get the big um, PS5 reveal uh, extravaganza. This was supposed to go on a week ago and was delayed a little bit, but that is coming out. I don't anticipate anything to talk about in particular for this podcast. Um, I may be completely wrong. But typically, system launches do not get a JRPG on them. Um, I'm trying to search my brain for um, an instance that was not true. But um, that is typically not one. But it certainly should be a lot of things to be excited. Perhaps some sort of announcement about some support for uh, something big coming out. But... Um, As of this moment, we don't have really anything to talk about, Um, but if you are listening to this podcast, unless it's uh, bang, bang, you're probably already going to know what was talked about on that. Um, It's exciting stuff. That is the future of gaming, and uh, from what I've seen, there's certainly some promising things that are going to be uh, potentially this close at that point. Uh, We did talk a few weeks ago, I believe, about the delay for Kingdom Hearts Dark Road. Now, we did get some information about that. However, today there was some new info and screenshots released for it. uh, Showing off the characters Xehanort and Master Ereguis. I believe I said that correctly. Um, As well as they teased four new characters. So, this very much is a prequel Showing uh, Zane Hort, who is uh, the strongest enemy in the Kingdom Hearts series, and uh, always a thorn in the side for Sora and company, um, showing him as a child, uh, along with uh, Master Ericus. They are companions and friends, and it shows them at these very young age. I would guess, um, obviously, the 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 characters are. Um, a condensed character, so it's kind of hard to guess upon age, but I would guess anywhere's uh, in that 10 to teenager range, somewhere's uh, in that. So they're asking the questions of why did, uh, how did the pair form such a strong connected relationship and um, them playing various games together. They are young Keyblade wielders in training. And now these new characters, there was a image release that also, um, of course, had the two aforementioned masters. These new characters were named Erd, Hermod, Braggy, and Vor. Those are the four people pictured in uh, the image that got released 
for this Kingdom Hearts Dark Road, which is, of course, is available within Kingdom Hearts Union X, the mobile game for iOS and Android. It was pushed back, so the release window is currently unknown. Two very interesting pieces of video I would invite you to check out should you have the chance. One of them I've got on uh, the YouTube channel. The other one I am in the process of getting over to the YouTube channel as soon as we're done recording this. Uh, the first one is we got about 14 minutes of new English gameplay for Yakuza Like a Dragon. This was a part of IGN's Summer of Gaming 2020 live stream. So I believe his name is Max. Uh, he was interviewing uh, the lead uh, localized director um, for Sega. And they went through, it was probably a good solid 12 minutes of gameplay. <laughs> this game looks crazy, but in all the right ways. Uh, it is a turn-based battle system through and through. Um, it kind of, um, so the menu will remind you a little bit of Persona where each face button has an action uh, to it. You have special abilities uh, in this. It showed a party of four kind of running around uh, the streets of Japan and engaging in turn-based battles. It did seem like um, you would, the screen would kind of flash blue and then the enemies would pop up and uh, the enemies in a way kind of reminded me of earthbound and the fact that they were just like, you know, like low level street thug or Yakuza trainee, uh, obviously not the craziness of the earthbound uh, series, but just the way that they named their um, enemies, I thought was quite humorous. Um, now the actual battle system is completely turn-based. The characters do like, move around the screen. So think Dragon Quest 11, if you allowed your party to have the free movement, your position doesn't necessarily mean anything, but it does make it feel more organic, you know, that, so if there's your party of four and you're facing off against five enemies, all of them will kind of step a couple of steps to the side reposition themselves but it doesn't actually affect strategy uh any turn um there is a turn you know order whoever has the next turn it will indicate i didn't see if there was more to it than that um in terms of a greater order system uh in play but <laughs> i thought it was really really well done i've been kind of like semi excited about this game but now i'm even more so okay so there's not a, a larger next it just says who's got the whoever's going now and then if they're in your party whoever is going next in battle um but just <laughs> you've got to watch the video to really appreciate this game in action it looks like it's going completely over the top and uh, in the best kind of ways. Yakuza Like a Dragon, of course, is out now in Japan for PlayStation 4. And we'll be heading to the West sometime in 2020. We don't have a narrower, more narrow release window than that. For PS4, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and PC. No PS5 version as of yet. Uh, the other video I would invite you to check out... Um, is 
pretty cool. Now, this is talking about the music of Genshin Impact. The video is about five minutes long, five and a half. And it goes into the musicians and staff for Hoyo Mix, as well as their work with the London Philharmonic Orchestra. So I knew the music was pretty good for this title. I didn't realize they were going that level. Uh, you've heard their music before in the Dragon Quest series, God of War, Final Fantasy 15, to name a few, as well as countless movie scores. So they have got some extreme talent behind the music. And this kind of did a behind the scenes look at what they had done and the uh, giving you a sample of some of that music. So invite you to either click the link on the Facebook or Twitter feed and or check out our YouTube channel. Later on, I'll have that one up directly for you. On the top of good things to listen to, if you've got Apple Music streaming service and or Spotify, uh, you can check out two playlists from Final Fantasy XIV now. Um, there are, let's say, there's one um, set list that's called Epic Encounters, and it's got, oh, 18 tracks on it. That's pretty cool. As well as Soothing Sanctuary. Um, also 18 tracks on it. I love it when video game companies decide to add their music to these streaming services. And why not, right? So many people are in on these things. What better way to, if they've not experienced the game, check out the music and then maybe want to get into it. Or if they already love that game, just a way to um, enjoy it when they're not playing. So that's pretty cool. It also says it's for other streaming services, but I could not find those listed to verify if it's on, you know, something like Amazon or not. Pretty good stuff to say the least. Um, interesting. We, we talked a little bit ago about the tales of festival had been canceled and this new one is saying that there's going to be a live stream set for June the 14th. That's pretty cool. Um, forgive me if I talked about this last week. Some, especially when I do two podcasts in a week, I tend to uh, forget sometimes what I have talked about and what I have not. But I don't think I did. But anyway, you can check out this live stream. There's no major announcements uh, planned for it, but they will have the voice talents behind um, uh, Zelos from um, and Lloyd from Tales of Symphonia. So that's pretty good stuff and of course the main tales of festival has been delayed until march the 7th so hopefully we're not waiting on anything to be announced at that point about tales of arise or um so i don't anticipate at this thing that we'll have anything about tales of crestoria but you never know it might get kind of thrown in there at the end of a oh by the way it's coming out here sooner than we had anticipated uh, if you're looking for some Persona swag, you can check out the latest Persona stuff from Anibis. Uh, they do uh, phone cases, and um, per for these are for Persona 3. They've also got some Persona 4 miniature framed artwork sets. Uh, each individual artwork goes for $5, or you can get the entire set of them for 59 
Um, they're not very big, but they are very cool looking. Those are for Persona 4. And then there is a Persona 5 any art. Not exactly sure what. Oh, it's a it's a tapestry. That's right. Um, this one is going to go for twenty seven dollars. It shows Joker on it with the print. Let us start the game. You can check out the link uh, to that over on Facebook or on Twitter. Just search for JRPG Report. You'll find the articles with the appropriate links in there. I want to talk to you about an excellent sale going on right now on the Nintendo eShop. And then we'll take a quick pause here. But if um, if you're looking for a good deal on a game, now's a pretty good time to get it. We'll go through uh, some of these major ones here on the eShop that you can find as far as JRPG goes. Uh, the Alliance Live HD, normally at $50, down to $30. Astral Chain, still at $60, is down to $48. Uh, if you want to pick up Dark Souls, it's normally $50, down to $30 bucks right now. Uh, I believe this is the Devil May Cry series. Like uh, the couple of them, it's normally $60, down to $42. Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth Complete Edition, normally $50, down to $30. Disgaea 1 Complete is normally 50. It's half off down to 25. Uh, Disgaea 4 Complete Plus, 10 bucks off, normally 50, down to 40 now. Dragon Quest 11S. Now keep in mind, these are all digital versions of it, so normally full price at 60. It's down to just $42 right now. Dragon Quest Builders 2, a small discount. $50 down to 42 If you haven't picked up the Grandia HD collection, now is a great time to do it. Normally $40 down to $27.99. If I hadn't already done it, I would. God Eater 3 is normally $60. They've got that one down to $24 right now. Uh, we did pick up this one, though. Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. Normally $50, down to 20 bucks, and it is now on my Switch to be enjoyed by my entire family. Um, I platinum this game on PlayStation 3. I have always wanted to pick it up again. My wife has wanted to play it as well, but obviously could not uh, kind of get in there to do that. She wants to play it on her own. And honestly, guys, I am thinking that with a little bit of help that this could be my daughter's like first real JRPG. I really think she'd get into it if she tried. You know, once she gets to learn how to read just a little bit better, would probably help. But I feel like uh, this would be an awesome first one uh, for her. The Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet Complete Edition, normally $60 down to just $20. Sword Art Online Hollow Realization Deluxe Edition, normally $50 down to $15. Not a JRPG, but a wonderful game. I understand as well. Have yet to play it yet, but uh, The Witcher 3 Wild Hut Complete Edition, normally 60, is down to 42 bucks. This sale will go on until 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on June the 16th, so you've still got a couple days to check this one out. And not an eShop sale, however, let me tell you something, guys. There is a rumor going around and I cannot confirm it or not that Walmart's doing something with their games 
Don't know if they're getting out of it completely, which would seem crazy talk, but I've heard that before. And we were just kind of strolling around the other night. We had a, this is terrible. When you get to be older and have kids, you can have date nights when the grandparents watch them and going to places like Walmart and just doing normal people shopping without children is oddly satisfying. Uh, So anyway, we walked around and uh, we're just going to go. I, I think my wife was looking at something in the house where it's like, I'm going to go back to the electronics for a while and wander around. And they didn't have anything going on with PlayStation. However, all the Switch games were 10 bucks off. And that included my uh, beloved Xena <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles just come out, was already down to $50. And, um, you know, Nintendo. They don't put their games on sale very often, let alone all of them. So I think this was a Walmart thing. And so even um, super hot games like Animal Crossing were 10 bucks off. And uh, I went ahead and got it for the wife. So as soon as I'm done with Xenoblade, the Switch is never going to be seen again. But yeah, if you are looking to find some, I didn't really notice... Uh, some of the games that were already discounted, like uh, Nino Kuni, was not on sale. This was kind of just the newer ones. The full price games were marked down to fifty, so kind of an odd, odd thing there. But if you're looking to pick up one of the bigger titles and save a few bucks on it, um, Pokemon Sword and Shield were, was was discounted as well. It was it was pretty much all the full price ones were down to just. 50 bucks. So now that I've told you how to save some cash, I'm going to take me a break and uh, have a word from our sponsor, Anchor, and be right back here on the JRPG Report, episode 117. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. We've got some more fun things to talk about. Don't forget while you're at it to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. I would super appreciate a like, likes, <laughs> and, and a subscription. On YouTube, we put out daily JRPG videos as well as these video podcasts over there for your enjoyment. All the things we talk about on the show can usually be found over there all in one convenient place. Um, Shout out to our buddy Dalton. You've heard him on the podcast, our Sunday special, a couple times. He has started his own podcast, and he was talking to me about it. I said, the only thing you can't do is make a JRPG news podcast. Otherwise, you are cool with me, buddy. And he is not. And he's got an interesting thing going on where they uh, throw up the old uh, randomizer and pick a game out of his vast Steam catalog. I believe he told me he had over 700 games or something ridiculous like that. So... Uh, each week or so they're doing a different, um, different show on there and a different game. So I invite you to check out, um, the steam machine, uh, with Dalton and Eric, I believe I apologize if I got your buddy's name wrong, but, um, yeah, just search for it, the steam machine. Uh, I believe I made the mistake of typing in just steam machine and it brought up some old a god awful music podcast from like eight years ago. So make sure you put the in there on Apple or it gets confused. Poor little Apple. Anyway, back to the podcast. Um, we have got uh, news that remember that Monster Hunter World Iceborne title update number four that was supposed to come out back in 
May. Indeed, we do have it uh, a more firm date of early July 2020. Um, yes, not a, a firm date, but it's certainly a smaller window. So maybe in about a month, you fans who have been waiting for that title update for will have it. And uh, this update will add fan favorite uh, Tyrion to the already impressive roster of baddies to hunt. Uh, if you are playing Fancy Star Online 2, there will be some uh, Sega vintage or uh, or however you want to say it costumes out there for you to uh, check out. Um, in particular, the one from uh, the Valkyria Chronicles uh, series. Um, you can get an outfit for female races for Alicia. You can get the for Silveria. I hope I'm saying these names correctly. Um, Valkyria Chronicles 4's Primaria. Valkyria Chronicles 4 Sky. As well as Riley. And um, <laughs> if you really want, you can get the Virtua Fighter's Akira costume. But uh, Yakuza's Goro costume will also be available. So that's kind of cool. Sega throwing out some old ones. I think they already did the Sonic um the hedgehog costumes a while ago. Uh, I am thoroughly enjoying my playthrough of Xenoblade Chronicles, and I did not realize this, but June the 10th was the 10th anniversary of the Japanese release of Xenoblade Chronicles. So yeah, 10 years of Xenoblade greatness. And so to commemorate this, um, Monosoft commissioned artist Choco to come up with some cool stuff. He does all kinds of various things for this series. And so he made a uh, homage with uh, Shulk, Rex, and the main character, I guess, of X, who is, I'm sorry, I didn't play the game, uh, Elma, with her dual swords. So very cool uh, wallpaper. I've got that as my new wallpaper on my desktop, and it's awesome. Quick update, I, I feel like I was pretty harsh on Xenoblade Chronicles the first time. Um, I kind of talked about it with you guys. It's a really good game. I feel like um, in the beginning, maybe I had some settings messed up on my TV, so I went through and I, I messed around with those. Maybe they were set up more for the Pro or um, you know other stuff. It wasn't optimized for the Switch. And maybe it just wasn't very impressive at the beginning. And as you got into the Bionis and some of nature, it kind of brought out. Cause there's some, there's some really beautiful places that are uh, that are on there, particularly at nighttime. That seems like that's when it really uh, starts to shine even more. So um, there's <laughs> way too many side quests. Like everybody in town's got four side quests for you to do, and it's basically just monster eliminations or go and gather some material. I tend to do them if they give me experience and money, but not the money side quests. You really don't need a lot of money. You just if you collect stuff and sell your old equipment, you've probably got uh, got plenty. There there is a need to grind on there. Uh, every once in a while, you kind of just kind of. You'll get to a point, you'll get wiped out, and you're like, okay, it's time to uh, do a couple hours of level <laughs> leveling up. Um, there's been 
a few times that that came to pass and it happened again last night where I got to a certain point and was about four or five levels underneath the boss and got him down to about a quarter of his life bar. It was a struggle to get to that point and um, I kind of figured that was that was coming at some point. So yeah, I ought to get up to at least prop. You need to be pretty much at the level of whatever you're facing. You can get away with one or two less on um, regular monsters and or unique ones, but particularly your bosses, you need to be at the right levels and have your abilities all the way up, all that fun stuff. But the story is really good, and it's what's kept me into, maybe if I felt like I was a little underwhelmed with some of the gameplay aspects of it, the story really brings you in there, and it keeps getting better and better and better. And the visuals definitely um, took a leap up, so I felt like I was getting a little more out of it. I'm trying to keep it updated on the YouTube page with my playthrough of it, and... Um, so you can check out those over there. Sorry to get off on a tangent there, but I did want to update you guys. As I, I felt like I was a little harsh on the game at first, but overall it's a solid experience, and I'll give you a more uh, definitive answer on it uh, when I get closer to it. Apparently it's a long game, so it might take me a while. <laughs> we got another new trailer for Sword Art Online, Alicization Lycris. However, this time it is not one of those character sub episode ones. Um, I feel like those are a little lacking in content. Plus it's in um, Japanese. So you don't even know what they're talking about. This was a full like actual video for it. Not very long. Um, just over a minute, but it really shows the characters. I don't see gameplay. It's, it's mostly just the cutscenes in it, but really kind of shows off the visual style of the game. And maybe uh, what you look forward to. There are some English subtitles, at least, at the beginning of this. So there's a little bit free to gain. But the main thing that you're going to gain from it is there are some new characters that they revealed. Um, in particular, Sion, Lifa, Lesbeth, and Silica are all in there. And um, what I've heard is they're going to be playable, but there's really not a much you can gain uh, just by watching the video of that but if you'd like to check that out as well it's over on the youtube channel um definitely want to check that out if you're looking forward to the new sword art online game i doubt that we end up getting this game over here in the west at least i'd be surprised to say the least but dragon quest tact uh, will launch this summer in japan and uh, if you'd like to play the Japanese version, pre-registration is available now. You can check out that link via the Facebook page, or you can watch this new trailer on YouTube as well. You know where to go and check that out. Dragon Quest Tact is a tactical RPG where players command and battle familiar monsters from the Dragon Quest series. Combat features elements of that classic turn-based combat command system that GQ is known for while 3D monsters battle atop a battle system separated by squares. Last podcast we talked about the name change for VVV Tunia to Neptunia Virtual Stars. Well this week we've got a good kind of explainer video talking about the uh, game's latest systems and then some footage from it as well. 
featuring um, Neptunia herself, kind of showing the game. Um, or uh, Neptune, I'm sorry. <laughs> showing the game and what it does and the virtual VTubers. There was also, of course, you know, you can check that out on our YouTube channel. Uh, but then the official website was updated and uh, they said you can now rescue VTubers by defeating the villainous anti-V hunters. Uh, you can guest connect to utilize the power of those said VTubers. There's even a VTuber search community that you can search for VTubers that need help, i.e. doing like side quests and such like that. And you can even collect those VTuber character cards to complete your collection. I, some cool features <laughs> for sure. The Neptunia Virtual Stars is due out for PlayStation 4 on August 6th in Japan, and then we will get it in 2021. If you are a Kingdom Hearts fan and you have an Xbox, you've been able to play Kingdom Hearts 3, but now you can play the whole story. As on June the 11th, Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 and 2.5 Remix will be added to the Xbox Game Pass for console and PC, as well as Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. So you can truly experience the Kingdom Hearts um, entire gameplay catalog from beginning to end and um, hopefully get done with it before they decide to take those titles off as uh, that's a lot of Kingdom Hearts games to uh, to try to plow through here in the next little bit. But it's a cool move for Xbox owners and a good uh, addition to that service. Compile Heart has updated its website as well, this time for the 3D dungeon crawler RPG Mary Skelter finale. Uh, this time we're going to learn about um, three of the execution girls. First one is Guillotine. She is the leader. Uh, she comes off as a polite person due to her well-mannered behavior and respectful language. However, she is cruel and inhuman, treats humans as trash, and has not a sliver of compassion. Uh, as with all three of these girls, when she snaps, her behavior completely changes, and she can no longer be controlled. Next up is Iron Maiden. Um, she is a girl who lives in the moment, uh, but is obsessed with beauty, and also feels pressure in destroying that beauty. All of her actions are impulsive and thoughtless. To that extent, she is one of the cruelest of the execution girls. And lastly, we have Gallows. Uh, she uh, comes off as more decent than the other execution girls at first glance, but she is dark and twisted on the inside. She utilizes two personalities to look down on others and constantly uses their cunning to figure out how to toy with them. So it sounds like some real charming girls, <laughs> but uh, they're bad guys. So that's what they're supposed to be, right? Or bad girls, rather. Uh, there is a new element called baby mares, which are nightmare babies, but not actual babies. That would be just craziness. Um, they are strange creatures that will stick to the bodies of the blood maidens. Uh, blood maidens with baby mares stuck to them may not be able to use certain commands or skills and may suffer status elements. Uh, the way they look and their existence in general 
are unpleasant. They kind of look like giant stuffed cows with polka dots on them. Yeah, kind of um, kind of creepy. Now you can defeat these baby mares to earn benefits, obviously, and they won't hurt you as well. Mary Sculptor Finale is due out for PlayStation 4 and Switch on October 8th in Japan. Still no word on whether or not that's coming over here to the West. Publisher Degeka Games and developer Kanakawa Corporation have announced RPG Maker MZ, the latest entry in the long-running RPG creation software series. Uh, it will launch for the PC this summer with support for English, Japanese, French, Italian, German, Spanish, Portuguese, Russian, simplified Chinese, traditional Chinese, and Korean. So uh, all the major ones kind of thrown out there. Uh, Here is a quick overview of it. They say no programming is required, and you can make your own uh, Make your own games. The RPG Maker series was created to answer the wishes for all kinds of people who have found themselves saying, I want to make a game without learning programming. <laughs> that is, uh, I'm sure we've all said that before. It is a tool designed to make these games. With RPG Maker, we have already programmed the basic operations that support RPGs. You can make games easily by just combining settings for game components. They're comprised of the main character's parameters and enemy movements. They say you can create a game with ease in this newest offering, RPG Maker MZ. Uh, Key features include the map editor, character generation, a trove of different assets. You can test play them so you can see how it works. There are events, new animation features, plugins, and then you finally will get to play your game. And I believe share that with the world for everyone else to play. And um, no other exact date, but it will be coming sometime in the summer. Uh, Last thing I want to talk about is exciting news, and that is The Legend of Heroes, Ao Nogazeki, has a PC fan translation mod that is announced. Geofront, um, if you recall, we, we also did this about the first game in the Crossbell series. Uh, but they are bringing, they are a group of fans dedicated to bringing non-localized Falcom games to Western audiences. They are announced in that they are about 75% uh, done with this translation. Um, definitely good work by these fine folks. There's a uh, announcement trailer to go along with that uh, geofront also know that is still exploring its options to find the easiest method for the average consumer to purchase the game as the pc version was only released in china so they're all working on that of course falcom could uh, remedy this themselves and just bring the games to the west that seems like a um seems like a good thing that they would <laughs> uh, try to do. That's going to do it for episode 117. My name is James Fisher. Thank you so much for listening this episode. And everyone, um, I don't anticipate doing a Sunday special this weekend. Like I said, we'll definitely update with uh, um, that Persona 4 golden news for sure. Anything that we gain out of today's PlayStation 5 reveal 
Hopefully there's some exciting things to talk about. Um, I, I envision being impressed with whatever they throw at us, but maybe we'll even have some things to talk about for this podcast. And there are just tons of things going on all over the place digitally right now. And uh, I'm, <laughs> I've got my phone uh, set up. I, I joined Twitter to try to reach people, but also to be able to get news directly from companies and people who govern and, and um, I'm getting alerts. I mean, it's constant. There's constantly things coming out. Now, it doesn't always apply to JRPGs. I got to kind of filter that out for you guys. But there's just a lot going on right now. It's a very exciting time. And uh, hopefully we got some more fun things to talk about uh, this weekend. Uh, if you are so inclined, I would super appreciate uh, the love. If you want to click on the link at the bottom for listener support or head over to Patreon, JRPG Report would be more than appreciative of your support in keeping uh, this thing uh, rolling right along. Thanks so much for listening. We will end it here. See you guys back on the weekend. Until then, get back out there and level up.